Well, Mark, I know just a couple of weeks ago we were talking about the excitement about the Bucks and the playoffs, yeah. and you said, you know, it's all about business. And here a couple of days ago we heard about Coach Bud being released. Is that going to have any impact on the business side of the Bucks? I think it will over the next couple of weeks. Uncertainty never helps sales, and obviously the Bucks have some time here, unfortunately. We all thought it was going to be a long playoff run. We all thought it would be a huge economic impact. That's not occurring. But I think all depending on who they hire, what they have to do over the next few months is they have to create excitement again. they got to create interest in the team, more excitement, more energy. That's what sells seats. That's what sells sponsorships. That's what helps them around the arena. And then who they hire as coach is important to that. I mean, we all knew Coach Bud. It's a lot of respect for what he did and what he accomplished over the years. And you know what? He won. And what have I always said to you, Libby? Winning is important to teams because it brings in money. It's important to fans, and we support winners here very much so in Milwaukee. So there's no doubt there will be a lot of eyes on them as to who they choose as a new coach and if there's excitement on that and what it means for them next season. Yeah, it's all about the Benjamins, and that's what they're saying you at know, City Benjamins. Hall, aren't that's they? A lot yeah, of Benjamins, you like that? Right? Yeah. They're saying they need more of those Benjamins, so they're going to increase that sales tax for the city of Milwaukee and the county just to pay for pensions and other expenses. Where's all that standing? Boy, this is something. We thought maybe it was heading in that direction about a week or two ago when the Republicans and the mayor of Milwaukee and the county executive worked out something that looked like they could get this accomplished. Now, Evers has said he would veto that just because of the requirements it would put on the city, and he also feels it's not enough. So not just here in Milwaukee, throughout the state. Be interesting to see how it plays out over the next couple of weeks and next couple of months through the budget process. You know, I often say it's hard to watch what goes on in Madison. It's very important to us. The end result is important to us, but kind of watching what goes on up there is like kind of watching you make sausage, right? You don't want to see how it's made, but in the end, it really impacts you. Mm. So this will be interesting because the other key thing here, Libby, that's been talked about is if they have approval for the sales tax for both the city and the county, will it be approved by the county board and the common council, or will it go through referendum, as has been talked about for years? All of a sudden, the city and county leaders saying, hey, wait a second, maybe this is kind of confusing. It's kind of complex for all the residents of the area. Maybe we should just have the people who were elected vote on it. I know there are a lot of others who believe it should be a referendum. It should be the voters of Milwaukee and Milwaukee County who decide if the sales is going to be raised. So this is important to the city from a financial standpoint, the county from a financial standpoint, but is nowhere near close to happening yet. And there's just a lot of sausage left to be made. Let's talk about those county officials. There are some of them that want to block county money for those planned improvements at American yeah. Family field. How's that going to impact that state bill? This is something that I just talked about in terms of the sausage being made, right? This is an effort that the state leaders have said, okay, if we're going to help the brewers and help the stadium, we need support from the city. We need support from the county, similar to what happened with the arena in 2016, where it was a partnership of the three, the state, the county, and the city, who all added money to that thing to make it happen. Well, they're saying that should happen here. Now, the county obviously has its own issues in terms of finances, as does the city. Is there enough money there, and will they allocate it? And some of the county people are already saying, well, no, but it's more important for us to do the other things like parks transit, other things that impact our residents more directly as compared to a stadium. I've said this all along. This is going to be a hard sell. It's hard to convince somebody in Hurley and Eau Claire to support the team. Sometimes it's hard to convince people in Milwaukee. How do you support a team where the players make millions of dollars or the owners worth millions of dollars? This is going to be a tough one. I think in the end it will happen, but this one's a long ways to go and it's going to play out throughout the summer. All right. Let's talk about real estate. Kenosha, yeah. they've talking about what, a 735 unit, $500 million subdivision. What are the details on that one? 
This one's fascinating to me because for years you and I have talked about all the companies who have come up from Illinois, right? They've all moved from rural Illinois into the Racine area, into the Kenosha area, all near I-94. And now you have jobs there, right? You have all these jobs. Well, these people that work there need the places to live. So you're seeing more housing coming online in Kenosha and in Racine. This is something that should occur. It's great for the area. And it's also a mix of housing, which I like. It's affordable housing. It's middle-class housing, and it's on the luxury end. So you have a real mix for those of people who want to live there. I often talk about the people who want to live near work, and we have that issue throughout the Milwaukee area. Sometimes there's not enough jobs in the city or housing in the suburbs to meet the job requirements. So here's a case where they're putting the housing near the jobs. Maybe this means, Libby, and I think this is a good thing, is that we can draw more of the residents who live in Illinois up in to Wisconsin so they can live in our great state and they can help to be part of it because who wants to live in Illinois anyways right I mean, I mean <laughs> who wants the to pay the White no. Sox who, wa- who wants to pay their taxes yeah right? I was gonna say who wants to pay Illinois taxes been right. there done so, that isn't uh, that something that should be good for us to draw up those people to live near where they work no kidding all right now let's talk about being close to things that we love. And here at WTMJ, we love being close to that Third Street Market Hall. Yeah, I and, think I've seen you. You have your own oh, chair out there, don't you? I, <laughs> I mean, is your name my on own one table. of the chairs? Yeah, like, I've got my own table. Like norm. When you walk in, they yell, Libby. Libby's here. <laughs> I, I know what goes on there. Well, anyway, let's talk about the full occupancy. And wow, what yeah. a mix of great places to eat. It's really worked out well. I think there were some individuals who thought it might not work. It has worked real well. Omar and Josh and the others there deserve a ton of credit for what's occurred there and the traffic it's created, the energy it's created. And it's become almost an incubator for small restaurants to start, to spend some time there, to draw in their fans, to create a customer base, and then move out. But right now they have all kinds of stuff. And you think back just a couple years to the Grand Avenue, which we all kind of remember it as that, and what that was like how quiet it was during the day, and now you have all that activity just happening there throughout the day. It's happening in the evening. You have energy, something I've talked about all the time, right, on West Wisconsin Avenue. What's going on there? And the Third Street Market Hall is a big part of that. And it's also been great for you because you and all your colleagues get to eat, right? So it's Mm. all a win-win, isn't it? I'll tell you, Sunday mornings when we're here, I am amazed how many people bring their families, sort of do a Sunday brunch, enjoy some of the fun things they can do. It it is a hopping place. Which is something that wasn't occurring before, was it? You wouldn't see these people come to the heart of downtown on a Sunday morning to have brunch in the avenue. To me, that is a great example of the traffic it's added right to the heart of the city. Yeah, well, let's you and I meet for brunch a little bit later on this morning. I like that. You're going to buy, I heard, right? Me and all the people who are with me, right? Uh, I, I, with the big bucks you make? Are you kidding? Oh, wow. <laughs> Jeez, I was thrown off the bus really quickly on that one, wasn't I? <laughs> hey, Mark, always great to talk with you. All right, Libby, it's good to talk to you. Have a great week.